Bridget, what am I doing here? And welcome back to Top Shelf Tom Hanks Feature Filmography <laughs> Podcast. It's tough. I got it's the title tough. right. You want to say you want to say Disney? I know you do. I really want to say Disney. <laughs> it's so ingrained in my head. Um, I've been doing the Hello Internet Dwellers thing for ages, but the Disney part of it is so fresh and so new. It's still there. Anyways, yeah. hello everybody. We are back for episode two. I am Jeff, as always, joining me, mm-hmm. this time not across from the microphone, but across the country. Mm-hmm. Way across. We are separate, way across, so far across that he's 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 behind me again, yeah. but he's not actually behind me. <laughs> what? Uh, TC, hi TC. Hi Jeff, good to be back. Here we are. Yay, Tom Hanks. we're back. We're back for more Tom Hanks goodness. That's right, yes. Uh yeah, I, 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 how do we, it's, I, I'm trying to decide how we jump into this. Like, we're not rusty. I don't think we're rusty at, at, at talking about movies, but it, it is funny to to jump back in the swing of this. And it's not Disney. It's an adjustment period. We're just specifically talking about Mr. Tom Hanks, the Indeed. possibly, arguably the greatest living actor, American actor. I would definitely like to think that. He's, I haven't heard he's too many easily complaints. one of the greatest living American actors. And, and uh, most beloved, and revisiting his uh, filmography, his uh, it's here. Yeah, okay. What did we watch today? <laughs> I want to so get talking movie, about this. Yes, we need it. to talk about this movie. I I literally just finished it. Um, I don't know, fifteen minutes ago. By the time we're recording this episode, so this is yeah. really fresh in my head. But we watched the <laughs> we watched the nineteen eighty two. Made for TV drama mm. film, mm-hmm. Mazes and Monsters. Mazes and Monsters. That's right. I uh, I have heard about this movie. I've been aware of this movie for ages. I, I've known of this movie, but I, it, I've never seen it up till this point. And this is one of those situations where I knew of it because of the the background of the creation of it. And I kind of wish I didn't know that, what, what I'm alluding to. <laughs> watching it now because it just I spent the whole time watching it with kind of a chip on my shoulder like uh um have you and had you heard of this or seen this before I had I I faintly remember hearing about it I I knew nothing about this movie going okay. into it <laughs> I I had no idea what to expect what was coming for me and let's just say I was you you watched it. I watched it. That would actually yes, that's a really great way of thinking. I am pretty positive. I'm not okay. So just like jumping right into this, one of my notes is this movie is kind of boring. <laughs> we were 35 minutes into the hour and 40 minute movie, and I was like, I what? Okay, all right. What's going on right now? We'll we'll, we'll, we'll dive into that in a moment. I do want to the background on this movie. That what I was yes. alluding to before is that this was made as a pseudo PSA special movie in that it was this, it's this anti Dungeons and Dragons film that this movie was made by an organization that was out to prove that the devil's work is poisoning (laughs) our children, that playing Dungeons and Dragons is leading to these heathenistic lifestyles and Kids are going to just up and kill themselves. This is, what was it again, 1980? 
1982. 1982. This is yep. no different than blaming video games or movies or music now. Like this, it's nice to know that we have an American tradition of just singling out something we don't understand and blaming <laughs> it for the problems in the youth. And what's even crazier is that though this movie was constructed around Dungeons and Dragons will uh, drive a kid to terrible, like killing themselves. Right. Right. It's, it's, there's, there's something we can, when we discuss Tom, our good friend, Tom, uh, specifically, there's more to this, at least in his, what he's doing with it than, than that just, Hey, this is a way to show people that uh, don't play that D and D kids. You're going to go to hell. Right. It definitely. (laughs) And I, and again, cause I knew nothing about it and it definitely got that vibe very early on just from the way they were talking about it. The way that the parent, like the, the, the parent characters were like, we told you you're not allowed to play that game anymore. anymore. And like the movie opens at a crime scene where apparently a kid got, a kid got hurt or killed or Mm. how did what, whatever. And in, in knowing this being like, and like the, the, the news reporter going into excessive detail about how the game is played and what it is. And it just, it felt like I was being yelled at about (laughs) liking something. My, my favorite, uh, real on the nose is the cop that's interviewing. So, okay, I guess we're jumping all over this play at one point. There's a cop interviewing the 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 three of the four kids who play the dungeons play the dungeons and the dragons, and <laughs> he's like, uh, I think one of his fellow players took things a little too far and killed him. Like he just jumped to that, <laughs> which is ridiculous. You can't jump to that conclusion so quickly. It's a it's it's a really humorous, uh, illogical jump to uh, to a- an accusation, but not as good as the lines before it, where he's like, "So your friend Robbie was he a doper? <laughs> Downers? <laughs> yes. Drink? <laughs> well, and like they just they oh man, there's oh my goodness, oh my goodness, DC. Well, well, okay, there's let's, so let's, much about this. Let, yeah, you, go ahead. I think the, the what we should start with is is Jeff. What what's this movie about? Oh, you gonna do that to me? Are you yeah. doing that to me? Is that, that what this has become? What, this has what, become that. What's this movie about? Okay. Um. All right. So in a in a in a ten thousand feet elevator pitch, it's about a group of college students, mm-hmm. some of which know each other, some of them don't. It seems mm-hmm. who all get together to play a game of Dungeons and Dragons, mazes and monsters. Mazes and monsters. Um. Yeah. Whatever. Basically, I'll get together to play a game over the course of six months, and they decide to up the game by doing like a quote unquote real game, like a real life game in this cave system and have, you know, and have like a like a first hand experience. A little bit of LARPing, a little bit of live yeah, action role playing or layer there if you're familiar you, with the movie uh, role, uh, role Models, right? Yes. Yep. Um, and Tom well, Hanks' you know character. What role models? What? Like they are playing the role of a, oh, you know, I just got that. Oh. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, sorry. So go ahead, Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> so then one of the, one of the four players has a very like a harrowing experience and he kind of become, he, he loses, he, 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 he snaps a little. Yeah. He loses he, all sense of reality here. Right, and he becomes the character he's playing in real life to the point where he ends up running off to New York. Yeah, and then almost jumping off the World Trade Center. The World Trade Center. I have a okay. One of my last notes was 
Is he going to end up at the Twin Towers? Because once they brought up again that he was looking for the two towers, right. and the bum in the subway was like, oh, that I know. Mm-hmm. I went, oh my goodness, they're going to end up at the Twin Towers, aren't yep. they? Yep. That's where this movie's going. Don't tell me that's where. And they end up, and there's like a 10-minute yep. scene at the Twin Towers. <laughs> of, of just like, there he is. There he yes. is. There he is. Which, which, by the way, is very impressive that those three kids managed to find Tom Hanks in the Twin Towers there's a lot of people that are walking that were walking yeah. around inside the Twin Towers. Yeah, you know, hey, I'm wondering, has Rift? Yes, okay, Rift Tracks has done Mazes and Monsters. Did they? I, I oh. want to rewatch it now. Because <laughs> sitting there, especially in that sequence at the end when they're like trying to find him, they're like, "There he is!" And then they get to where he is, and he's over there. It's like, "No, there he is!" And it's like, "Yeah, it's a uh, oh, good. I'm I should have looked that up beforehand." But uh, okay, uh, how did you watch this, Jeff? <laughs> So, um, <laughs> I ended up watching this through <laughs> through YouTube ah. because the entire film it has been uploaded to a YouTube channel and is just streaming with no <laughs> commercials, streaming. nothing so, in it. Yeah, so you can watch it. See, I have the Criterion Collection version of this on Blu-ray. Oh, oh, perfect, perfect. oh with course the, with I the, don't. With the, I am making the- <laughs> that up. Get out of here. This is come on. <laughs> It is. It is good to note, though. It is on Amazon Prime. Oh, it is for Look, free. I, so if you have Prime, uh, you can watch Mazes and Monsters I, on know, Amazon right now. I, I watched the YouTube version as well, the very low yep. resolution. I probably should have checked to see if it was on Amazon to get a little better quality uh, when mm. seeing the really? the treacherous. <laughs> cavern soundstage that they were enter oh if you gosh. dare the treacherous soundstage this movie definitely had the error of and but the error not the error mm-hmm. but the error of <laughs> a lot of 70s early 80s which is fitting for the time frame but a lot of like the 70s early 80s made for tv specials Ugh. of like or made like like tv movies of old tv shows i'm thinking primarily of stuff like monsters like a monsters Re- or a monsters revenge and like a lot of the um updated adams family there was oh, an adams right, family right, right. yeah i got you. movie that they made this like it's obviously on a weird sound stage but it's also partially outside and the sound <laughs> quality is horrible and it's they were so you know dated. they were working on a budget and it just felt low like just yeah. kind of crummy but it's, also there had there's like a like a like a funness to it because it was so crummy. I don't know about that. I I might not go far as to say it was fun. The movie wasn't fun. It was just cheesy fun. It's what, what struck me as the most obnoxious thing that really, really dated was the saxophone rock music. (laughs) (laughs) Like I, I, you know, Jeff, do we need, is there going to be, you know how like music goes through like resurgences? Are we going to get like, heavy saxophone like lead saxophone like clarence clemens like uh oh uh, man i uh, would i would love it if we did um i think that's a dying well it's not even a dying it's a dead art at this point uh especially (laughs) when it comes to hollywood films (laughs) much like um much like the 90s r&b ballad at the Mm -hmm. end of most films Mm -hmm. from uh you know you know that that was always a a a slower love version of a song previously in the film (laughs) Um, as well, but speaking of music in this movie, I was waiting after that, that opening sequence, after that prologue and they went into the opening credits, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it sounded like an eighties James Bond theme song. Oh, see, I didn't think James Bond. I saw it reminded me of the rescuers, the opening of the rescuers to go back to that very like late seventies 
already dated style yeah. of like ballad. What a weird, there's more than one of these songs in this movie where it's just oh, like, yes. like a love ballad <laughs> sung by some like really long haired hippy dippy woman in a dress, just like, <laughs> and you'll play the dungeons and dragons. Oh, <laughs> and you'll See, find the love that you're looking for. <laughs> I can definitely, I can definitely, um, I could definitely see that as well. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm just telling you, it was one woman in a scantily clad bikini and a gun away from being a James Bond opening. That's all I was saying. That's you what heard it sounded Bond, like to me. I heard Jefferson Airplane. Uh, actually, okay, actually, let's, let's, I need to, I got to go to my first note here, okay? Because, because oh, yes. really, this could have been a sequel to the movie yes. we watched last week. Yes! That's my first note too. <laughs> like, like right, I was, it, this is the strangest sequel to a horror movie I've ever seen. <laughs> right. Cause it was opening and I'm like, they're pulling up to a crime scene. Well, that's a crime Wait scene. A There's pol- What's incompetent happening? police officers. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm sorry guys, but now I'm going to look at all of these movies we watched to see oh, if it's no. actually a continuation of the previous a, film. We're making a Tom Hanks shared cinematic universe here. Oh, <laughs> <gasps> Can we uh, do that, guys? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I But I really did. I honestly, that is my first note. The movie begins like it's the end of He Knows You're Alone. I, yeah, I, it just felt so much like it was. He even goes jogging again in this movie. And and with his new girlfriend, right? Like uh, Tom Hanks' Robbie goes jogging again in this movie. So I don't know if it... it <laughs> It's like it we was very we, laughable. We don't know what he was doing before him and his his parents brought him up to the college. I mean, yeah, maybe he, did, he was and a, he knows you're alone. He said he was in what? Psych one. Yeah. Like he was still really early in college. It it's, works. Jeff. It works, guys. OK, so we're just going to put both. He knows you're alone and mazes and monsters <laughs> in as in, in the same world. And maybe that's why he actually snaps. Maybe mm-hmm. he was talking about it was his younger brother that went missing. Yeah. At a Halloween party or something what? like that. Yeah. What if yeah. it's actually his girlfriend Guys, that went missing? We've cracked a code here. Like that's it. This is that's uh, it. this is the. <laughs> <laughs> by making this be a continuation of he knows you're alone mm-hmm. already makes it a better we've film. already made the movie better <laughs> i want to ask you this jeff as i i forced you to tell me what this movie is about to tell our yes. listeners what it's about who the hell is the main character of this movie okay? i don't freaking yeah, know actually back up for a second i will say as dated as this feels as just hokey made for tv this the script is and the acting in this for the most part is just garbage <sighs> for, for the most part i will say that the first 10 15 minutes of like introducing the characters and getting to the D game right it's not awful it's not awful like it's it's a very well constructed introduction of a cast like here you get the four scenes introducing the four main characters and and then they get together to play the game like it's it's not the the worst script in the world. I know that's like the most backhanded compliment I can give right now, but <laughs> it's a it for the most part. I was like, okay, this is, and I did play the is that Tom Hanks game, but <laughs> so did I. I kept watching, and I kept, yeah. I thought at one point when um they first got to college before Tom Hanks showed up, yeah. there was somebody who ran by in the background that I legitimately thought was Tom Hanks there for is, a second. Yeah. <laughs> but I, and then I they will kept ask, Robbie. With that said, who's the main character of this movie? I. <sighs> 
I guess I would, a uh, part of me, just based upon, A, the fact that, okay, so first off, Tom Hanks got first billing. Top billing, Congrats, yeah. This Tom is, Hanks. This is he's, his he's, uh, feature lead role debut. He's out of the he's out of the supporting characters. Yes. It only took one movie, but he is out of it. Because <laughs> he's so good. Um, but, like, even with him being the, 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 I would assume, based upon the way the movie ends, mm-hmm. he does kind of come off as the main character, but it's also kind of tied with the um uh, um um uh, not JJ oh is it JJ no it J- is JJ JJ is the kid with all the dumb hats right 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 <laughs> and Dan- Danny looks like uh like Johnny from Karate Kid <laughs> oh because yes yeah, the thing like, like the cast of this like I kept recognizing or thinking they were other people and I kept going on to IMDb going wait do I know them yeah. from this no I don't yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> But I would have to say, like it, it starts. It starts off feeling like it's JJ. Yeah, like he's the main yeah. character. Nope. <laughs> but but no, that's and not at all. And, and and especially with the way this movie ends, I'm also really depressed based upon the way this movie ends. <laughs> well, that's the it's thing. Kinda... And I was I was mentioning this earlier. That there's a little more to this. I think that uh, though this is presented as don't play Dungeons and Dragons or you'll try to kill yourself and you'll lose your marbles. Look the. I don't know if this goes to the original scriptwriter or, or yeah, I guess I have to give it to the screenwriter and and then Tom Hanks, what Tom Hanks brought to his role in that this is about uh, Robbie, his mm-hmm. brother. He lost his brother and he he's dealing with that the trauma of losing his brother the way he did. His brother just walked off into New York City and never came home, and he felt like it was his fault. And his coping mechanism for that was to indulge in fantasy role playing. It wasn't that right. playing fantasy role playing games made him go crazy. He was just using it to cope for the loss of his brother. And right. there's 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 something to that. And I think that that's what Tom Hanks brought to the to his performance is that he's a he's a kid dealing with the stress of and the trauma of losing his brother. And so if this script, oh, okay. I, I suppose you could remake this movie. I don't know why you would remake this movie. Please, please don't. <laughs> please don't. <laughs> uh, with a little more focus on Robbie as the uh, the main character and and what he's going through. You know, maybe through the perspective of I'm sorry, the girl. Who's what was the girl's name? <laughs> I don't remember. Um, uh, Katie's Kate, Katie. Katie. Kate. Okay. Kate. 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 As the narrator and 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 kind of uh, guiding the audience through. But there's there's a little there is something to this movie. I'm really grasping at straw straws here. I'm grasping at straws. You're grasping at all the straws, TC. All the straws. Um, <laughs> so there's there is a little bit there. There's a little more to it than just you know D and D's bad. Don't play D and D. But I'm going to yeah, give that credit to maybe the baseline of the script, uh, but Tom Hanks as well, giving it his all. And it's so weird because the movie kind of takes it took a little bit of a turn that I was not expecting mm. because it, it again, I had no idea where this was going. I got the, I got the sense of it being the whole, as we said, the whole um, like D and D is bad. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, Oh, but it sounds kind of like it's, it, it, or it switches into this love story between yeah. <laughs> Tom Hanks's character yeah. and Kate. There, there's and very like, little uh, oh. mazes and or monsters in this movie for the most part. <laughs> Yeah, and that's kind of why I was going into it at, at 35 minutes into it. I'm like, this is just boring. What's going on? I don't I don't get it because it seems like it's a love story that we've already 
seen the ending of because they're together and it felt really fast and, and, like, and oh okay now we're yeah. getting back into the D D. okay that's, that's where i was lost on who the heck the main character is supposed to be because we constantly shift the pov character once once her and robbie break up and he goes on his like spirit quest his crazy <laughs> you know dream quest then she yep. starts dating danny and then it's about their relationship for a spell and robbie's not even involved and then he goes missing and they it's it's just this shifting perspective and and uh, I'm yeah, I'm criticizing the the movie for that. <laughs> <laughs> TC, how dare you? Oh, the freaking oh. music, Jeff. Sorry. <laughs> Every time. So. Oh man. So I guess there was like, oh, no. I'm sorry. I gotta complain about this again. Even like JJ okay. was like, oh bird, oh my bird. No one. I wish. I want to be a legend. I want to be. You know. You know. Suicides never happened here at this college. No one. Maybe I could go out. Then I thought, oh, JJ is going to be the one that died at the beginning, like that they yes. lose to the beginning of the movie. But no, because he takes a back seat to pretty much everyone until the very end, where he's like, I'm the game master and I control you. Which is so, it almost felt like, oh my goodness, it almost felt like they started writing one film, Mm -hmm. and then, like, midway through production, they shifted the film, but they've already filmed a majority of it, or almost, (laughs) and it was, it it almost kind of feels like they made another movie, test screened it, I know this is a TV movie, so they didn't, but they test screened it, (laughs) and the the audience was like, hmm, we just don't like the fact that J.J. is the one that's dead, we really like like that that Tom Hanks guy, we should make him be the main character now, (laughs) and then like, on like a shoestring budget, went to New York for a day, and filmed all of the New York uh, Tom Hanks running around, like just, just everything wandering. on top of the Twin Towers, everything inside the Twin Towers, and then him running in the, in the streets at night where he kills a demon slash a mugger. He killed a mugger. Spoilers. I mean, that guy, <laughs> the guy had it coming. Let's be honest. Yeah. Is it fair that we are like tearing this movie apart? Like, are we? <laughs> uh, I think I it's perfectly fair. Okay. Because right. it's, it, let's be honest, guys and gals out there listening. It's a TV movie from 1982 that was trying to get you not to play a game. <laughs> it's so it's dumb. N- it's not a good movie. It's, it could be entertaining. I really want to find the, uh, I want to, I really kind of want to get the riff tracks version of this though, oh, because yeah. I just want to see what they do to it. Oh, certainly. Yeah. But I, like, it's not a movie that's like, obviously Tom Hanks, well, actually Tom Hanks was probably the best part of this film again. Yeah, he's I mean, one of the if, better parts about it. Let's we probably could talk a little bit about him if you want. We could talk, hey, this, but, this is the podcast after all. <laughs> it is the Tom Hanks podcast. <laughs> Let's get to Tom in a moment here cuz I just want to blow okay. through some of my other notes. I wrote the okay. damn music like 10 times in my notes here. <laughs> I mean really like right at the beginning of the movie I just wrote the music. Ha <laughs> <laughs> um, the another thing is like how old are these kids cuz like in the beginning when JJ walks in I thought he was going to be the main character and his mom like turned his room all white which is a really weird character thing he's like yeah. oh mom what did you do no do i like it i hate it Blech. like <laughs> and then he's supposed to be 16 which comes out later and that was laughable because he looked he looks in his 20s but he sure was acting like a like a teenager so it just, oh yeah and like kate like her first scene she's with her mom but her mom is shot over the shoulder so it's just, just shorter dark-haired person she's talking to and i'm like wait Who's the mom in this scene? <laughs> okay. Yeah, and, Kate definitely they all looked a lot older well, except for <laughs> but then you got like um um who's whose parents? Which one of oh you get uh, Robbie's parents. Tom Hanks's parents, yeah, yeah. Or Tom Hanks's parents, who look substantially older than him. Like <laughs> yeah. by they a look like long shot. <laughs> early sixties. He's twenty six in this movie. That's how old Tom Hanks was when he filmed this. 
Um, Man. But yeah, I, I, I was just laughing. It, it's such a cliche of of TV that, uh, oh, you're a, a sophomore in college and you're 16, but you're played by a 27-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> it just, And that continued for another, what, 15, 16, 20 years almost in TV? <laughs> I think Hollywood. it still happens. Um, but one uh, of the other things yeah. I do want, there's two things that I noticed. There's like two lines from this movie that just felt, well, there's three technically, including the last narrative line, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Th- I think they're all from Kate too, which really drives me bonkers. There's this one point where she does the line of the most frightening monsters are the ones that exist in our minds. Ooh. And it's like, it came, it actually kind of comes not out of nowhere necessarily, but like, there's other lines in that scene, and then she chimes in with that one, and the camera just <laughs> lingers on her face for a couple yeah. seconds, like for an unnecessary dramatic pause, and then we just cut to the next scene. <laughs> like, okay, that was supposed to be uh, yeah. deep and impactful, yeah. apparently. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the other one is the, uh, like, her going... <laughs> the death of, like, the last line in the movie. Oh, my God. Okay, let me get back to that one. Okay, okay, the okay. one that made me laugh the first time was, was Kate going, you two are talking like something really bad has happened to Robbie. Beat, beat, beat. Well, I do, too. And, like, just this, like, change of tone. She seemed offended by them thinking something had happened to him. And then in reality, she just agrees. Yeah, I laughed so hard at that delivery. <laughs> Yeah, I wish we could have watched this one together because as much as we had fun last week, just kind of groaning our way through, he knows you're alone. I think we would have been dying because I was laughing out loud watching this by myself. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I, I, I get, Not I got the bored. movie. I was definitely laughing I, at the movie. Go, go ahead. You got bored. I, I got bored in a couple spots because it, it just kind of felt like it was a little slow. But mm. I feel like those were the spots that had there be had there been like, had you been here? Or had we been together? Or there's another person watching we it 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 might have been able to get through them a little quicker and a little faster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but look, like, yeah, really, let's let like, can we just can we, TC can I, we're gonna get back to Tom. I want to get back to Tom, and this is kind of connected to him really. But can yeah, we yeah, talk well, about the ending of this film, please? Can we just can we? Can <laughs> yeah, we yeah. Please, Jeff, Jeff, why don't you explain to the listeners to save them the trouble of having to watch this movie? Why don't you just jump to the end? All the spoilers in the world. How does this movie come to a conclusion? Okay. Um, they find Robbie at the top of the Twin Towers. He kind of starts to snap out of it. And then it flash forwards to what? Three months later or three weeks later. One of those two turns out Robbie isn't quite all there anymore. He's kind of lost his marbles a little bit. He's back home living with his mom or Mm -hmm. his parents. Like at this point, he is, he doesn't know who Robbie is. He's kind of still portraying, the character that he like he is, his yeah. his he's fully become his character. He's fully yep. he lives solely in the Dungeons and Dragons world now. He's that's all he knows and sees. He's and lost he his only, mind. He only sees his friends as those other as his other compadres during the mission. And he's like, "Come on, we got to you know we have to explore. We, you know, like come on, like there's a journey we need to all go on." And they are all like. Okay, Robbie, let's uh, go with you. Let's play and they you. Walk. Yeah, they walk <laughs> off and Kate's narration comes on going, so we played the game one last time one last with him. Time, which implies that they never went and saw him again. Exactly. <laughs> which I'm like, holy crap. I literally out Great loud friends. went, I'm sorry. What? Are you are you telling me they stopped caring about him and just let him be crazy in his own world? Uh, yeah. And yeah. 
Oh my god, this movie just like abruptly ended. So what this movie's trying to tell me is if I play D&D, mm-hmm. yes. I am either going to try it, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to run away, mm-hmm. I'm going to get into a fight, kill a guy. Yep. Um, yep. And then basically attempt to kill myself and if I do actually have friends that stop me, I'm just going to go bad crazy sorry that's a swear Whoa, just, i'm Jeff. just gonna go crazy <laughs> uh you forgot the the most important final line i mean it's not the exact final line but when she's like we played the game one last time and i witnessed the death of hope which is so depressing. i think i was already freaking out at that point um <laughs> oh that was a that was a good uh that was a good uh real lol moment there for me that she said oh that. my goodness i mean uh, and the loss of our friend and so we played the game until the sun began to set and all the monsters were dead yeah this whole film is a terrible excuse for like it's portraying mental illness, but it's doing a really terrible job doing it. Robbie's condition has nothing to do with Dungeons and Dragons. He's just, he's a broken, mentally disturbed individual who loses himself in his, his delusions and fantasy. So there's something to be said there. I, again, I'm not encouraging anyone to remake this movie. Please don't. Please Absolutely don't. Please don't. Please don't. And if you do, <laughs> you know what? Just... We have one. We have one in the world. I'm 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 okay with that. Yeah, I'm good yeah, with that. Yeah, <laughs> we you know, don't need another one. <laughs> we. I mean, we do have the Dungeons and Dragons movies movie, which is also a terrible movie, but for completely different reasons. <laughs> Man, Wayans wait, TC. I kind of feel like we need to go back to. We should go back to that one. We should one of the Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> just to see if. Maybe those are secretly remakes of uh, this movie. Hashtag Watch D and D. That's what is that? What you're saying? Yes. That's that our hashtag for the episode. <laughs> no, you. Oh. <laughs> That's that is in the listener's hands now. I guess I shouldn't have put that out there. Uh, Way to go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's well, talk this- about Tom himself. Let's get. Yes. We've we've talked about it a little bit here, but this guy is he is out of everyone's league in this movie. He is just so freaking charming. Like he, th- I specifically point to his meet cute with Kate. When he gets to the party and he's he's just opening the bottle of wine and talking to her, yep. that is like classic Tom Hanks. He's so I charming. Put it down, I put it down. That is literally one of my Tom Hanks-isms is, <laughs> is his smile and his chuckle with his little head tilt. Yeah, it's just- Because he, he yeah. does that. He, I, I wish you could see what I'm doing, but it's it's just <laughs> this like little like, well, you know, <laughs> and yeah. it's, he's tilting his head, his eyes are closed, and then he turns and he looks back up at him out of the corner of his eye. It's <laughs> such, it's a, he's done that in so many movies he's in. It's so, it, that is so out of a completely different film. You could just watch him- talking to her for the first time. And then even when the Danny and JJ come over and they're like, Oh, you're level nine. And he's kind of like, Oh guys, well, I, uh, I need to you know pay attention to school. I don't know. I got to pay attention right. to school. I, I guess that one, t- like, it's just, <laughs> he's so, he's so, even this, his second movie, he's just charming. And I gotta, I, I don't know, maybe because I know him now and all the other movies we've watched him in that I'm projecting that admiration of him into this right now. But right. I don't know if you gave this to me completely out of context, I think I'd still walk away saying, you know, that movie was garbage. 
It was, uh, there was so much terrible acting. I hated the music as I've noted many times, but then Tom, <laughs> Thomas Hanks, is that my saying his name correctly? Yes, Thomas? Yes. Is it's, it Hunks? It's, 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 it's Hunks? Hanks actually. It's Hanks. a, he's abbreviates T. Hanks. it. T Hanks. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> he's, he was all right. Like I, he, he was just a natural, believable, likable guy. <laughs> right. Well, what the funny thing is, is, and I was kind of looking this up between he knows you're alone and this film, um, it's, it's only two years. That's all the time has passed. Mm-hmm. But he has he appeared in one episode of The Love Boat, Taxi and Happy Days. Um, but he had also done the 37 episodes of Bosom Buddies. So he did two years worth of a TV show between his last film and this one. And I can tell you, I already see his acting has gotten better. Yeah. 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 It's it. it uh, he knows you're alone. We gave him some credit. It was still a little bit stiff and whatnot, but yeah, he's, he's right. definitely coming in his own here. I mean, it gets a, I don't know if to blame the script or his performance, but when he starts having his freak out dreams and he's the voiceover of his dream. <laughs> yeah. And uh, in particular, uh, the moment I was like, oof, boy, laying this one on thick here is when he cries in the phone booth and he's just like, I don't know where I am. Ah, I think I got it, blood on my hands and I killed my it, it definitely did hit the overly dramatic stage like uh, like moments <laughs> when in that in that bit, scene when bit. he's in the phone there, booth there it's, um. <laughs> it, it, but it is this moment of him like genuinely giving it his all there's there's a movie we will see in this library and mm-hmm. and you know maybe a moment will come before that but down much much further down the road there's a movie in particular i remember and i'm alluding to something we're not going to watch for many many episodes but it it goes back to this phone booth moment there's a moment in a movie we will watch further down the line where there's there's a it's it's as though the Tom Hanks has said, okay, we've made it through the movie. Hold on a minute. Let me do my thing. Like step aside. I'm going to get an Oscar nomination. Just go over there. Let me just do this. And it's just one, it's this one moment in particular. I remember in the theater seeing that and going like, damn Tom, get it to him. Get, and, it, and so to, he deserves to, it. So maybe that like this phone booth moment and, and though it's, it's pretty hokey melodramatic over the top crying like, ah, you know, uh, or even when he was screaming, when he had his first delusion and he's like, ah, Tom Hanks scream. Um, yep. Okay. Thanks for another Tom Hankism right there is Tom Hanks screaming, uh, yelling I, or shouting. He does that I a lot. Do, Actually, yeah. I really like it when he shouts like that. There's something that just reminds me of my childhood, mostly because of Turner and Hooch, I feel, but I, you know what? I think by the end of this, you and I should have perfected our Tom Hanks impersonation i think that i is, think we should try that that yeah. would be that'd be pretty interesting actually <laughs> well it will challenge us like all right jeff uh drawing from the hand do the do the tom hanks scream all right okay <laughs> uh, give me the laugh give me the laugh yeah um but the the phone booth moment him freaking out in the cave i feel like you know this is as an actor as a performer i think he knows when to take his take his moment i, mm-hmm. I think that a lot of actors when they a lot of actors do that. A lot of actors, you you can often, very much often confuse, uh, confuse, accuse actors of chewing <laughs> the scenery. And and how I have always interpreted that is uh, actors who know that they're the center of attention in this scene and they're going to milk it for everything it's worth. And, mm-hmm. and that's a bad thing. I think that uh, as much as you, uh, you can love an actor sometimes when they're really hamming it up and really chewing the scenery, it's like, all right, rein it in. But right. you, you gotta you gotta appreciate when an actor knows they have that, like they they can do it, that they can chew the scenery. I think of of uh, Alan Rickman in like 
Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Like, oh boy. <laughs> he he Just, was mm, okay. If we're gonna talk Alan Rickman and Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, he knew damn well <laughs> I am going to chew the scenery, every single scene, and including the scenes I'm not yeah. in, still chewing that scenery as well. <laughs> And, but so, he played with it and he went with it and it was yeah. perfect. <laughs> so I think there you can, I think I, I'm can, I can see that in Tom Hanks now, even this early in his career that he knows when to at least go for it and take his moment. I, I think right. that there, he, we talked about the meet cute moment when he's popping the wine and meeting Kate and meeting the other characters, which is all done in one shot, by the way, which I'm always impressed when actors can, can make their way through a scene like that. So naturally um, that uh, he knows subtlety and and he has this inherent ability to just be a likable guy mm-hmm. he's also showing that he knows when it, when his his moments i'm in the phone booth i'm gonna cry when he's uh, on top of the world trade center good job like ah why yeah. am i here <laughs> <laughs> he because he's definitely you're right you i think i feel like what you're basically saying is like he he uh, he picks his moments he knows not to always overdo it because mm-hmm. even that moment when he like brings kate back to his room and he's like, now we can live together. And oh, there's yeah, like a yeah. genuine calm, like happiness, like now we can live together. Uh, and when she's yeah. like, when she doesn't want to, and he's just like, oh, oh okay. Okay. No, yeah. okay. No, no, he's, don't worry about it. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's, but it's not just like, oh no, it's okay. No worry. But like, it's not way over the top. It's like, very like calm the others and in precise. this film. <laughs> what was that? Like the others in this movie who, uh, exactly. Do not have that. I just, it's funny. Okay. So, uh, when credits are usually, when credits are done in television and film, they'll often be, the first build actor. So Tom Hanks, he was top build in this. He's the first name you see. So it's mm-hmm. starring Tom Hanks, the other people. But and then there's was always he the, the top shelf actor of this oh, film? Yes, mm, he absolutely okay. was. <laughs> but there's also another credit that uh, gets you have to negotiate for, you have to have good uh, a good agent, good management for, um good good star power for. And it's the with or and role, right? And so the kid who played JJ, I, who, I don't know his name, and there's no way to find out. Um, so it, it <laughs> nope. was Tom I Hanks wish there was and, some sort of way you'd be able to find out what his name no was. There's no way to know. But he got the last credit, and it was, and this dude as JJ, right? Which yep. implies that he had some pull, that he was like, he was the star power of this movie somehow. I don't know if that. <laughs> I mean, if it had been and introducing this kid, A, right. that would have made more sense in terms of like why he was credited that way. And B, it would have been a better excuse for why he's so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you this, that actor, because I think, TC, there is a way for us to find this information out. Really? Oh, okay. And I might be accessing it right now. It is on the interwebs. Mm. Oh, okay, um, good, good place but for that it. Actor, that actor, good, right? Exactly. Um, <laughs> that actor was in Meatballs, the movie oh. Meatballs. Oh, was and was he in Meatballs before this? Before this, oh, three there years you go. before this, so he has one of the one of the guys, one, one of the one kids. of the meatballs, not Bill Murray, not yeah, exactly. He so was he, the guy who was not Bill Murray. He was in the entire the film. <laughs> let's can we talk but, about meatballs for now? Like let's, let's <laughs> I've already talked about that because uh, when it comes down to this movie, Jeff, it just doesn't matter. It. Yeah, let's sit on that. Let's sit on that moment. The audience is laughing. Hold on a minute. We got to hold for hold for the laughter because that got a that got a big laugh. And okay, so now big, we go back into a it. big old we laugh. We go back in it. So he was the star power. Of <laughs> 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 thank you, thank you, everyone. Thank you. That's a, a pun for the people in the know, right there. 
Oh my goodness. You set um, me up for that. So I feel like basically what we're saying, uh Tom Hanks in this film was all was was pretty dang good. Uh he was probably the best part about it. Yeah, and and the cop who asked him if if, if your friend Robbie a doper, he was also very, very good. <laughs> he was pretty good. He also felt like very like seasoned actors who only have been on TV shows <laughs> since the nineteen fifties. Oh boy. <laughs> Uh, I, okay. So what more can we say about this movie that, um, it, I, I mean, of all the movies we've watched so far, Jeff, where do you you rank this in your top Hanks movies? I'm going to work out a way. Hanks movies. Hanks, 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 Hanks. So it's Hank, but then there's a TS at the end. So your top Hanks movies. Well, we're, we're working at it. It's a work in progress. This is a new show, ladies and gentlemen. Let's calm we've it got down. Fif- we got 56 more episodes. <laughs> we'll figure, we'll it, figure out. it out before we reach the end. <laughs> hey, where do you rate um, this between the two? Gosh, you know what's so weird is like, I was, oh man, this is, this is bad. Okay. Oh my goodness. Are you having and hot it's, about this? Are you really I are? actually, I actually am because. My God. Okay, you know what? I'm just going to do it this way because this is what the podcast is. Yeah. For sheer Tom Hanks-ishness ability, yeah. yeah. okay. um, it's, my, it's my number one. It's, okay. way, right. it's way better than uh, He Knows You're Alone. Knows you're alone. <laughs> because obviously Tom Hanks is actually in the majority of this film as right, opposed to right. that one. And he does it? legitimately give a really good performance in he this does. as he this does. character. I got to know, though, you were hesitant here. Were you? Do you think this is better? No, no. Do you think... He knows your loan is better than Mazes and Monsters? Only because I had so much fun watching yeah. that terrible film. <laughs> it had nothing to do with Tom Hanks' ability. Wow. That's why that's okay. why it came down to it's it, it no, if it's Tom Hanks, yeah. If it's if it if it's the level of that, which is what it really does need to be, unfortunately. Uh, not unfortunately, but that's what the name <laughs> of the podcast is. <laughs> it came down to he was he was a lot better in this film. We got to see way more of him. Mm-hmm. It was it was fun to watch him so early on in his career giving a, you know, lead role, quote unquote, lead role uh, performance. And he really did, to a degree, feel like the Tom Hanks that I remember from like the late 80s, early 90s. as Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I am. I I'm fascinated because. I remember when Forrest Gump and Philadelphia and when the, when when his like 90s movies were coming out, I remember people being and I was young at the time. So I but I remember people being surprised that, oh, funny Tom Hanks is turning these dramatic performances. But we've just gone two for two. Like he started his career, I guess, in cinema or cinema. These are two TV movies. Uh <laughs> Um, well, the first one wasn't was was a normal movie. That one was right, okay. this is the only one. But, that's a TV one. Okay, so he yeah, <laughs> that's right, that's right. Sorry, um, but it's uh, these are two dramatic turns as opposed to. Is it because of Bosom Buddies? Is it like, did people know him as it was? Was that what gave him his notoriety? That he was, or is it the movies I, we're going to see after this? Well, the the thing is, is like I think at this point in his career, it's definitely bosom buddies. Okay, that's that's why I Jeff, think. Jeff, what 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 is what is the bosom buddies? Uh, tell the audience <laughs> what that is. What we're not we're not watching. So actually, you know, we probably should have said this up front since this is our second episode. We are specifically oh, yes. watching the feature films of Tom Hanks, where he has a starring role. He's not a narrator. It's not a cameo. Um, right. And uh, but we're skipping his this, television stuff. 
Correct. And this movie, and I was thinking about this even off air, like this movie is like borderlining on we probably shouldn't have done this one because yeah. it's not a we it's not a theatrically it. released but it's film. A feature, it's a feature film. This is an hour and right. 40 minutes. So we would have yep. someone definitely would have called us out on it. But uh, right. And it's yeah. it is classified anywhere online. You find it. It's it, they always list it as Tom Hanks first lead role. Mm-hmm. Like that's how they always talk about it. Yeah. So that's why we ended up doing it. But from yeah, from definitely from here on out, we won't do any documentaries. No things where he's a narrator. So mm-hmm. like the South Pacific. Wasn't that the show? Uh, just, Pacific. Not, just, the, just Pacific. Just just Pacific. Yeah. So uh, we, we We'll be doing that, but we will be doing if he's a voiceover character, mm-hmm. aka the Toy Story trilogy. Uh, yeah, that too. Um, <laughs> but we're skipping the TV shows, and we've mentioned Bosom Buddies more than once now. Jeff, what was the Bosom Buddies? What was it? So the Bosom Buddies was, was a television show mm-hmm. from 1980 until 1982, starring Peter Scalari. Star- what? Starring Peter Scalari. Yes, starring Peter Scalari and Tom Hanks uh, not, not as these two guys one, who. Who found an apartment they wanted to live in, but it was a women's a woman a women's only apartment. So they dressed in drag to be the to be two women in order to live in the apartment complex. Ah, <laughs> uh, the eighties, right? Uh, yeah, yep. it actually was. From what I remember of watching it when I was little, because it used to be on like TV Land all the time back in the day. Yeah, I actually didn't mind it. It was kind of funny. It was it kind had of silly two and seasons. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it had two seasons. It thirty seven episodes. It it wasn't terrible. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, it's two guys dressed in drag to get the apartment they want. And like, I please Google Tom Hanks and Drake. Like, no one would I get. <laughs> He's the ugliest woman. <laughs> Peter Peter Scolari does a is a is a is a decent looking woman. Like, if we really want to be yeah. critiquing yeah. on this. I, but Tom Hanks definitely not a, yeah. not a good looking woman whatsoever. Pierce, yeah. <laughs> so bad, TC. Uh, so bad. But anyway, TC, where yeah. do you rank this movie on oh, your love, list oh, of mm, films? Uh, it's a tough one. So this is Shh, this is up. this is better than <laughs> this is. I'm putting this as my number one as well. I don't know if rank we're ranking these folks. Uh, this it seems silly to rank them right now. Okay, I ranking Disney movies. Yeah, that makes sense. Like what we did, I don't think anyone was questioning us from the get-go on that. It seems silly that we're doing this right now, but our goal in the end here is to present the top shelf Tom Hanks library that we will be able to point at this and say, these are the definitive top shelf, the best of the best Tom Hanks movies. And right. neither of these movies is going to be on that list. <laughs> that is absolutely false. So but right, now, <laughs> but right now, sitting right there on the top, right on the top shelf is Mazes, Mazes and Monsters. Monsters. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That's the last time we'll hear that, guys. Oh, gosh. No. I mean, well, I don't know. What, what, well, well, we haven't, won't get there quite yet, but we'll, we'll, we don't know what we're watching next. I mean, we that's do. true. We don't we, know. We I mean, there's, the there's, there's no way of knowing. There's no way. Of knowing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gosh, I, you know, I hate to, this episode is coming in quite short right now, so I want to keep talking. Um, so I'm, I, I, there's a couple of things I want to mention here. Okay. And this goes more into just cinema in general. What? the hell is it with the convention of starting a movie somewhere in the middle and then, or the end and then jumping to catch up to that moment. I, that is a convention that just has always been around and it's just tell the story. Don't, 
don't tell me where the stuff, Hey, uh, stick around. Cause this gets terrible. Like, don't just, right. just get me there. Okay. I don't need to know that eventually one of these kitten, I, why is that a convention? And it, not just I, for this movie, but just I, in general. I, I feel like it is a, it's, it's a trope that people like screenwriters and, and not just screenwriters, just storytellers in general. Cause yeah. I've, I've read that it's read, I, you know, I've read it in books. I've read it in comics. I've read, I've seen it in movies and TV shows. It happens in all forms of media. I you know feel who's like, fa- Oh gosh, I just realized whose fault this is. What? It's, it's citizen Kane. That's the fault. Everyone thinks oh. they're like, Hey, citizen Kane opened this way. So we can too. This is a very far cry from Citizen Kane. And you know what? Anyone who starts their movie this way, you're a very far cry from Citizen Kane. But I think it literally just struck me that that's probably why people keep doing this. You heard it here, folks. TC just compared Mazes and Monsters as the <laughs> 80s version of Citizen Kane. No, he did I glitch? Is saying it Jeff, right can you hear there. me? It's Jeff, quoted. I'm what? still here. What? Can you hear me? What? I don't. I and So from here on out, TC says oh, the best no. movie ever made is Mazes and Monsters. There you go, everybody. Hope you were proud, uh, TC. Oh, God. No. Uh, <laughs> no, honestly, I... <laughs> <laughs> I really do think though it's the combination of Citizen Kane was the one that started it, but I really kind of feel like it's it's a trope because they don't know a better way to start their movie to hook the audience, yeah. so they have to show you in theory part of what is the best part or make you kind of go, huh? It's oh, good. That's it's interesting. Good I wonder here. why why we get there. Follow us through this labyrinth of storytelling to get to this yes. point. No, come on, I, it's. Uh. I, um, Follow us through a half hour of college life, followed by a half hour of in underground slash stage cave fights. Stage and then fights. follow us for another half hour where Tom Hanks is lost in New York. Mm. That could have been its own movie. Tom Hanks lost in New York. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Hanks takes right. Manhattan. <gasps> Tom <laughs> Hanks Manhattan. <gasps> Tom, oh. Oh, I just came up with a better title. I think we need to keep a list of Tom Hanks puns by this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I want to throw this out to the audiences, or, uh, to our listeners here. So uh, obviously, don't don't waste your time seeking this movie out to watch it cold. Watch it with some friends, or seriously, I haven't even watched the Rift Tracks. I'm I, I'm I can assure you, it's probably great. I can assure you it's probably great. Was that an oxymoron <laughs> statement? Probably was. But I do yeah, want to say this. There's not a lot of convection or conviction in your tone there, TC, and there I'm was, really confused. Uh, yeah, yeah. I will say this, though. If you have any interest in Dungeons and & Dragons and, and you want to experience it in a, in a very unique storytelling manner, in a, in a way that this movie thought it was doing but did not, I 100% absolutely recommend the two Dungeons & Dragons episodes of Community. Oh, they absolutely are phenomenal. It's what what is amazing about those two episodes is it's them literally sitting at a table playing the game and talking through it. You don't cut away, you don't get to see what they're imagining. Uh you don't. It's it's them just sitting at the table. The music and sound design for those two episodes is expert. It is on a yep. whole nother level. And it's and I, I 100% recommend seeking those out. If you if you have not seen Community as a show, if you're into geek references and meta humor, that's definitely a way to go. But at the very least, seek out those two episodes in particular because because they are they are quite good. I I did a rewatch of the entire entirety of Community, and just by chance, I don't know what why how I did it, but I missed watching the second Dungeons and Dragons episode. So when oh. I finished off the series, I was like. I don't remember watching that second episode. So then I got to go back and rewatch it. And it was a, a lovely little, like, 
Oh, what a what a great uh, little gift to myself for having skipped it. <laughs> <laughs> they are brilliant. They're so well done. I yeah. and if if I, and when I was watching the show, I already kind of fell in love with it. But by the time we got to that episode, I was just fully on board with oh, anything so, that, that show it's, did. It's so great. It's such a, a a fun way to present Dungeons and Dragons in in a way that the the people I I've played Jeff I know you've played uh mm-hmm. I, I have friends who are avid role players and 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 the way community handles it is is quite uh, respectful to to the fun and the spirit of what role playing games are uh, I I even think that though they it seemed um, disingenuous and mocking of what mazes and monsters did, there are people who who love their characters the way they uh, the Tom H- Robbie and the gang do in mazes and monsters, mm-hmm. um, and there there's there is something genuinely wonderful like about what role playing games can do and what they how they help people escape in very healthy ways. Um, you know, actually fun little, little anecdote, if I may, Jeff, may I yes. uh, share, uh, I had a friend, I'll, I'll leave his name out of it because, uh, I don't know if he'd be embarrassed to, to admit this now, but, uh, at some point in college, I was out with my friend just in Milwaukee, we were like getting lunch one day or whatever. And someone spotted him and came over and was like, dude, are you, and I, I can't remember the character, like Lothar or something like that. Are you, are you Lothar? And then my friend was like, uh, yeah, I am. I am. Oh man. Hey, it's great to see you. And he walked away. I'm like, uh, what was that? <laughs> and he's like, uh, I used to be pretty heavy in the, uh, uh, LARPing, uh, live action role playing, uh, vampire, the masquerade. And I kind of came, became somewhat of a celebrity in the Milwaukee underground LARPing scene. And I was like, what? Get out of here. If, if that guy hadn't just walked up and recognized you, I never would have believed that that was a thing, but it was this, That's this crazy. That is one of the most wonderfully geeky moments I've ever experienced. <laughs> that he was <laughs> recognized, like, yeah, I retired my character. I'm kind of a legend, and that was spectacular. I'm like, that is that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> well, good for them, whoever yeah. that person is. Do I know yeah. who this person is? Uh, no, you don't know. <laughs> okay, good for them, whoever that person is. <laughs> um, and and to, to further my recommendation of of why role playing games and D, and and Dungeons and Dragons in particular, I also want to recommend Harmon Quest if you want to see oh, a, a very yes. tongue in cheek presentation of what role playing games can be like. Uh, I know this is this is less about. I I just don't want this to be a short episode for people. Um, so that's why I'm I'm doing all this padding here at the end. <laughs> but uh, Harmon Quest is so great. I recommended Community, uh, Dan Harmon, who created Community. Also, Harmon Quest is his show as well. And it's uh, people sitting down, friends sitting down, celebrity guests playing a, a half hour episodes uh, of Dungeons and Dragons or a Dungeons and Dragons like copyright free, don't sue us uh, equivalent. <laughs> and they animate it. So you get to see them sitting around the table, but every time they yes. get into the adventure, they animate it. And seriously... If you haven't heard of Harmon Quest, seek it out. It's very, very funny. Um, so I'm, I'm throwing that out there as well. <laughs> I have watched every episode of Harmon Quest. Oh, excellent. I've not watched so season much. two yet. Um, but uh, so in general, Tom Hanks, even this early in his career, is proving himself a very capable actor, a very charming actor. I, I enjoyed pretty much every moment he was 
performing, regardless of the fact that this is a trash movie not worth watching. (laughs) (laughs) Agreed. I will second that opinion, TZ. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we should have watched an episode of Bosom Buddies instead. Ooh, that would be a lot happier. Maybe, you know, maybe for, maybe (laughs) in the future, a bonus episode or some filler episode. Yeah, you kind of beat me to it there. (laughs) Yep, we'll watch an episode of Bosom Buddies and we'll talk about it. So if one of us is unavailable, do we have to watch an episode of Bosom Buddies? That might be what we have to do. The irony behind when one of us is missing that the other has to watch a show about two buddies together <laughs> by themselves is too thick. Yeah, it's too it's too good. It's too ooh, good. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> well, I'm interested to see to hear if any of our listeners happen to give Mazes and Monsters a watch or if they have any memories of it or thoughts of it. I did throw the message up on facebook.com slash top shelf pod, which is our official Facebook page for the podcast. Uh, we typically record on Mondays, so you'll see the post go up. that we are of what movie we're going to be discussing and we throw it up there so you guys can comment or ask us any questions. And, uh, when the episode goes live, you can find it over at facebook.com slash top shelf pod as well. And you can engage us in conversation. We love uh, talking further on points we might've missed, or uh, if you want us to elaborate on some of the points we've had, we love hearing from the fans. We've already got some of our return listeners who uh, uh, wonderfully have returned to the to listen to us babble at each other, Jeff. And, and thank you for those <laughs> of you who do like to listen to us babble at each other. <laughs> yeah, uh, and Jeff, you, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm kind of happy you you engaged everybody on the last post, which is, I did. I tried yeah. to engage most people. I, I felt like the last uh, podcast, the Disney one, I didn't do nearly <laughs> as much as <laughs> as you did, TC. TC is hey. usually the responder on a lot of cases, but <laughs> I was on I was on the ball this this time around for uh for comments and feedback and um i do really want to say real quick that the podcast has been submitted into uh, itunes for the itunes podcast channel so as soon as that's up we'll let everybody know on the facebook page and on the following episode after i get the notification but excellent excellent hopefully, I did see ho- hopefully it'll be up in that, like a yeah. week or so cool i i did see someone had asked about that yes um, thanks fritz for asking yeah. Uh, so uh, looking over at our post for Mazes and Monsters, Thomas. Welcome back, Thomas. Good to hear from hey, you. Hey, Thomas. Uh, he did throw out a comment that uh, he hadn't watched yet, but he hopes that we answer the question. JJ, what am I doing here? I think we... Uh... <laughs> that's the, that's I, when he's on the Twin Towers, right? When he's yep. on the top of the tower? Yeah, okay. that's pretty much when he's on the Twin Towers, and they just he doesn't understand why he's there anymore. What am I here? Which... <clears throat> JJ. J- Which your name's JJ, right? Were you the main character or was I the main character? <laughs> I kind of felt like Tom was asking, what was he doing in this film? Like, I think he was him realizing, why am I in this movie? Why am I here? I don't need to be in this movie. This isn't a love story with Meg Ryan. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, It's a different New York monument. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And we did get a tweet from another returning listener, which is Dig Dig Dig. Hi ho. Welcome back, Dig Dig. I know... uh, I know your Disney reference name is no longer applicable to the podcast we are doing, at least at this point in time. Um, He asked us if we had, do we have any favorite made for TV movies? I, I can only think, Oh, oh, you do. Okay. Cause I think I have one that sort of works for this, but I, if you, you legitimately have one. So I legitimately have one. It doesn't have to be, obviously it's not a Tom Hanks made for TV movie, just like a general. Yeah. 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 What is your, what is, do we have a favorite made for TV movie? Um, okay. So, well, okay. Well, so, uh, hold on. You have more than I, one to choose I think, from? Get out I, of I here. think I have, I think I have two of them. Okay. Um, really? Okay. Um, 
because I think one, I'm double checking it real quick to see. Yep, that. Well, okay. Does it need to be like a like feature length or to be a movie? Is that what we're thinking? Uh, you know what? Whatever you think, you just shoot it out there because I'm, right, I'm so just the, impressed you have more than one answer. Then there's two of them. <laughs> one is a Muppet Family Christmas because that was a TV special made in 1987. The multi-family what? A Muppets Family Christmas. Oh, the Muppets Family. I thought you said the multi-family Christmas. The Muppets Family Christmas. Is that where they go to Fozzie's mom's house? Yeah. It's okay. only it's it's only an hour, and that's why I was asking if that counts. But yeah. Yeah. the the first <laughs> the first thing that popped in my head was the 1992. TV, I guess it counted more as a mini series because it was four hours long because it was two episodes of two hours apiece. Mm-hmm. The Jacksons and American Dream, which told about <laughs> the upbringing of the Jackson family, aka Michael and Janet and Tito and all them. <laughs> Fun fact for the listeners who might not know, Jeff is a big Michael Jackson I fan. I kind of like Michael I was, Jackson. I, <laughs> I was over at your place. Was it the last time or there was a time before that you actually popped in that other Michael Jackson made for TV movie? There might be three of them now. Which uh, one was that? Which one was that? It was like, <laughs> oh my goodness! There's what? There's there's there's. He was the he had the uh, kids and they were at the mall. He's like, play kid. No, oh, that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because there's there is a. Oh my goodness! There is there's three of them. The Jacksons' American Dreams started, which was like when he was a little kid up until he was uh, like a like oh, until he did the Pepsi commercial and he got his hair burned. And there was another one that started from there that followed up until he held his kid over the balcony. And then there was one that just came out. I don't know, maybe a year ago that dealt with him dangling his kid over the balcony until he died. Oh, so Jeff. there's three TV special movies all about Michael Jackson's life. And I man, I did have not expect seen you to have all an three of them. I own two of the three of them. So shush. thank you for that tweet, Dig. <laughs> I appreciate that very much. Uh, he wrote hashtag the stand hashtag it hashtag Stephen King. So, oh, I'm look, he actually had like real made for TV movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I think the ones you've they're real. I have at least seen one of them. That's true. Um, but you can uh, actually, I'll just get, wrap up the social here. You can hit us up on Twitter. I'm at TC's Big Head. Mm-hmm. Jeff is. I'm at. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, what? What, what, are you? what are you? Oh, I was going to say, I didn't know if you were going to say it. And I started interrupting you. I'm <laughs> at Random Bell, R A N D O M B E L L, in case people can't go. spell it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you can hit us up on there. We happily answer your tweets. I love engaging people. I got plenty of uh, direct messages um, going from the Disney podcast and some new friends that I'm happy to talk to from time to time. So uh, if you don't want to comment on the Facebook page or if you uh, don't, uh, I guess that would be the only other place you could comment at us. Uh, yeah, right now. <laughs> so you can hit us up on Twitter. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I think that's all the notes I have. All right. Well, then that means next week's movie, TC. Mm-hmm. Next week's movie. I'm really excited because mm-hmm. I watched this yes. movie all the time as a kid, and I have honestly okay. not seen it in 25 years. And oh. I really kind of want to see it again. What's next? I didn't look. I don't know. Next is 1984's Ron Howard directed film oh. Splash. Oh, that that's really the third movie on this. Yeah, list? That's the third movie think, on this list. Did I know that? Did we talk about that last week? I remembered I, it was coming up, but I didn't remember it was the third one. That's I, I wow, don't remember just, if we actually actually talked about it or not, but it's the man, third film, everybody. <laughs> how many how many actors jump into their classic films this quickly? I, I'm sure there's plenty that we could point to, but 
Cool. All right. So Splash. Right? We're watching ourselves the the Mermaid movie. The Mermaid movie. Ron yeah. Howard directed. Eugene Levy. John Candy. Daryl Hannah. Tom Hanks. Oh, oh John my gosh, Candy's I'm so excited. Okay. <laughs> uh, do you know if this is streaming anywhere? I looked online, and currently, uh, uh, Splash itself is not on Amazon. Or sorry, it's not on Netflix or Hulu that I can find right okay. now. You can get it for two ninety nine on Prime or three ninety nine if you want to get the HD version. <laughs> uh, it's not. Okay. Or sorry, on Amazon. Excuse me, it's it's for rent on Amazon. There get you it, go. Get it. There you so go. Go ahead and get uh, it. <laughs> all right, cool. So uh, keep an eye out for our post over at uh, over at the Facebook page. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to get into Splash here. It's like a more classic film, and we'll be able to uh, dissect not just uh, Tom Hanks, but early Ron Howard as well. Exactly. So Pretty positive it's like his first directed film or something like that, too, Ooh, if I recall correctly. We can, well, I we'll know. find that out. There's a, Without looking it up, we'll find that out next week. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for it. Well, thanks, TC, for joining. Yay! I Yay. will be uh, face-to-face with you for the next episode. Oh, I should have said to Hanks TC for joining. No. <laughs> uh, that, I will assure you, will never get old. Never. Never, ever. <laughs> never, ever. <laughs> All right, get us out of here. Uh, well, uh, 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 sign oh, off wait. time. What? Why? Oh yeah, why? Why did I throw that to you? Like you're the you one threw who's it to me. Do like I'm the one that does it. I don't. I don't. I don't know how to end these shows. I don't oh, want to start man. them. This has been a podcast. We've been the people of listening to, and this is our sign off. Yeah. To Hanks, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Oh, you're right. That that is, that is just always going to be funny. Just it's always. It'll never I, not be funny. The day it's not, not funny, funny, we're ending yeah. this podcast. That's fine. Yeah, I want to. I want to just feel that thrill of laughter. It, and I'm sar- I sound sarcastic as I'm fading out with the music right now. You always fade out with the music. Have you realized that's that? True. That's a thing that's you good. do. That's, I never do it, but you do it. That's what I do. That's what I do. <laughs> this has been a production of Ghost Hat Media, proud member of the Ghost Hat Network. Find them online at www.ghosthat.net. <laughs> I like the ending. <laughs>